before the one before i don't remember your boss said yeah your your background is that what are you you gonna is that what you use (laughs) that's the way i feel like i want what i want to say i think he was very right there's just cardboard boxes behind you no pictures hanging on the wall this looks sad it looks like you and cassie here's what i was thinking maybe lesser lied to us and him and Cassie got divorced. He moved to Utah. <laughs> yeah, he's just got his butt because I. You don't ever see. You never hear the kids. You never see Cassie or anything. No, he's always right. in some weird room. No, no pictures hanging. Uh, I think yeah, Lester just divorced. Yeah, all the lies start to stack up when you think about it. But this vacation, that or the he couldn't tell us, bless truck, his heart, whatever it was. He's too ashamed. New job, this and that. There's yeah. been a lot of cover. How long have you been covering it all up, though? Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, we had to sell the house March 17th, so, you know, that'd be funny. What if it had been, what if we'd been separated for six months and I hadn't told y'all? There has to be people that do that all the time. Okay. I'll tell you with Liz. All the time. I didn't tell my parents for months that we got separated. And listen to this. All the time. I, I didn't tell my friends I was not living with her anymore. They just Colin and JP and all, they knew because I was and always. They don't say anything. They were just Wait, like, they knew on? they. they <laughs> I mean, knew they, like, you were at least broken up or was, something. They yeah. knew something was up, but I wasn't like being like open about it. And um, nobody asked you. Nobody said, "Hey, man, it's are so you, are you doing okay?" It's terribly well, uncomfortable to ask like like that to talk about that. They like you can like, feel that energy or something. Like you can feel it not wanting to be asked about by the person, yeah. can't you? <laughs> well, you know, you know who knew the most was wrong? Chris Lott. Because he lived we lived in Baton Rouge right by LSU and he lived in an apartment right by the Canes by LSU. Yeah. That was two blocks from me and Liz's condo. And when she started kicking me out and stuff, I'd go just crash down there. So for the- maybe two or three weeks, I was just crashing at Chris Lott's like house, bachelor pad. And how uh, did the, how did the, uh, it was going bad, but how did it, what was the final, like, I need, was it, how did she do it? Did she say, I need to sit you down and tell you something or were, or were you in an argument and y'all just said, forget it. What was the pro like the final, the, the way it happened? There were never arguments, oh, man. you know, like I, I didn't, I would never argue or. Mm-hmm. even get upset about anything right. it was just <laughs> her just braiding me about a host of things right and so it it was just always like me trying to keep it even and oh, okay just let's keep this together and move it forward but God, this sounds no, like she me. no she went we had gone to marriage counseling and then she went home to arkansas to visit her parents and while she was there, she met with a lawyer and filed for separation and then came back from Arkansas and kicked me out of the condo. Was <laughs> there ever any conversation oh. about such things in any way? Well, I mean, we were in marriage counseling. I knew uh-huh. things weren't good, but it, there was never like, hey, I'm going to leave you if this, 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 which I don't even know what this, 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 this would have been. 
It was so crazy. It was so she like, went home to mommy and daddy and said, I'm so miserable. I'm so sad. And they were like, hey, you need to get a lawyer. So she got a, that's what she wanted. Uh, she wanted confirmation from somebody maybe, yeah. else. Right. Maybe, and so but, she got that lawyer and she came back and said, what? What was the what? What you were like, hey, good to have you back. <laughs> or what? How was your so, trip home? Did you try to give her a I, hug and a kiss or what? Well, I knew, you know, I knew things were on the rocks and I had gone to the marriage counselor by myself and talked to him and been like, man, this is not good. I don't know what's happening. And, um, you know, I like got the house really clean and like, oh man. I, yeah, like I just tried to like be right. that type of husband. Like there was yeah. nothing, um, you know, whatever. And she just was like, yeah, I tried to like, Hey, welcome back. So good to see she like sat me down. She's like, I'm filing for separation and you have to move out. And I was like, okay. like, like directly, like those direct words, like ba- first, yes. basically. Yes. And you said what? Um, I, I don't remember. I, I don't remember. Did you get emotional? Like, did you start crying? Was it like that heavy? Um, or were you I, like, I don't think I cried. I think I was just kind of in shock and like tried to like, did you put down your tacos? You were definitely eating. <laughs> All right, so the, you know what's funny about that? Wait, hold like, on, hold on. What did you just say? Uh, let me super, what did you just say? <laughs> I was super skinny then. Like if I could be as skinny and in shape as I was at the end of our marriage, she she yeah, thought I was disgusting at the end of our marriage because I gained ten pounds. If I could be that now, like I might have to cheat. Like I might right. not be able to stop my. Women would just be all yeah, over. You're lucky. Yeah. yeah, you're lucky. Like, I'm, yeah. So, <laughs> at that time, I thought I was the most disgusting. Like, I, was oh, like, I must no. be just terrible and disgusting because my my small shirts didn't fit anymore. You know, I had to move right. up to medium or medium, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I was probably 180 pounds, right? Man, and now you're so, what double that? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> knuckle breaker challenge ad right there yeah i know and so then in the aftermath of that it's like you don't even is a long time before you're t- i mean i don't i'm just exploring this like I, I haven't really thought it through to this level but i know it happens a lot because it's just like you don't want to tell people because mm-hmm. maybe it's not true first of all to yourself like maybe this didn't really happen and yeah and then maybe i can fix it still and how yeah. long would yeah, i try to I, fix I it for fix a couple it. if i work for a couple of years maybe i can fix it but <laughs> you, you gotta you start living like what some kind of like at that point i can't imagine that like that distance would be so crushing to me for people not oh, knowing yeah. like that yeah. sounds horrible no it was terrible the only chris lott knew something was up and then you know i was working at restaurants and the chef i worked for he i told him and i was like i need somewhere to live and he had just moved into a new apartment he was like you can come live with me no problem so I went and lived, wow. moved in with my chef I worked for, and it, it's just crazy. Like I was like, I was a much better husband than I am now for sure. <laughs> then, <laughs> wait, in, so- in many ways, I mean, I worked harder than I'd ever. I was working at two restaurants, like literally working sixty hours a week in kitchens, like pursuing a culinary career, right, or whatever. Yeah. Like, and trying to, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it was just. But you weren't your you weren't your regular self though. Like it, mm. it you weren't your regular self. So then all of a sudden mm-hmm. everybody is like, 
I mean, that got that got weird. Like even after you were divorced or annulled, and I knew it, it still felt like. But I can't even talk to him about it. Yeah, and it was yeah. you. And it was you. Like I, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? It was like, wait yeah. a minute, I can't. Like Lunsford, I know he's annulled his marriage, but we're still not talking about it. How is that yeah. happening right now? Like that felt yeah. super weird. It took a a it took a a decent amount of time. I had to come back into who I really am, really, which. Yeah, it's int- like I got back into the Braves the next season. Like I slow, it was like saving Silverman, and right, yeah. I started getting, <laughs> I started yeah, yeah. getting my, oh my gosh, back, you know, yeah, like, it I was, was like to, that like, to watch the Braves again and just you know be a kind of a lousy band dude in LA, like just start going on tour again for no money. Like, it was good. It was good. It had to feel, yeah. I mean, it had to in the beginning. Right when she said that, and those probably the, the few consecutive months after that, it had to be like the lowest point of your life almost. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you're like, oh no, I I thought I was supposed to be married forever, and all this, you know, all those thoughts. And, and it was so were, short. Oh. It was very <laughs> short. How long was it? From marriage to separation was yeah fifteen months. Good lord, and, and so immediate problems though. Y'all immediately, those 15 months were almost oh all God. filled with just horror. I mean, the honeymoon was like a disaster, you know, like, yeah, it's terrible. It's crazy, though, because I don't think, you know, 15 months, I don't think that's very uncommon. Yeah. You like, I think right that's that. relatively. Think that might be more normal. I, I think that's relatively think? common is a lot of people get married. And then that first year is just real hard yeah right? so it's like and a lot of those like, first year yeah, college man. dropouts or something like you should really you should really make annulment at least a year like nobody gets to even ask any questions <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean you should definitely like have a mandatory 18 month like completely like no penalty here like just everybody will let you like societally we go look no shame brother like you don't want people to try to lock that in, drag that out for more years, and have kids and all that, right? That yeah. should be a we should right. make right. annulment easier. That's well, that, the judge she got that was the whole thing. She was able to get a very annulment friendly judge, so for her case, <laughs> an annulment friendly judge. <laughs> yeah. I still don't understand the annulment. It seems like you should have gotten divorced. I mean, after 50, most, I mean, it seems like almost anybody. So the only reason you got the annulment though, is because y'all didn't really have to split up anything. Like if y'all had real assets, like if, if Essie's burn would have been massive and she knew she could have gotten some money, it would have been a divorce, right? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Right. I mean, what if, what if Essie's burn, what if y'all wouldn't have fucked up your entire career? Horribly, a horrible yeah, like, story. Yeah, that would have been Wait, way hold worse. On, hold on. You're right. That makes about it, that. I never thought about that. Yeah. I got How bad, you. How bad your band life went, <laughs> and then your marriage, everything, that, all I that. I think that but, that is a timeline in which Tim Tim doesn't kill himself too. I think maybe. Holly. That okay, might be but, a different. Yeah. That's a if, different so, timeline. If as cities burn really did make the follow up record that they should have, or people yeah. thought they would, you know, whatever that thing was, and that yeah, like reality, y'all would have been the next under oath or bigger. Yeah, so then you'd be dealing with that level of money and problems and all that stuff, and you might she still be been, paying her. And she might have been in that, but I'm saying if you if that happened while you were with and yeah. involved with her, right. that would, could have been much more d- crazy in every way. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, she would have tried to get, yeah. I mean, you might have been playing alimony or something, right? I mean, I, that's yeah, what maybe, happens in right? divorces. Yeah. I mean, even in that yeah. short of a time, I mean, <laughs> if somebody marries Brad Pitt and gets divorced in 15 months, they're going to try and get as much as they can for the rest of their lives, right? They, hey, yeah, wait a so, second. Are there bands then? I mean, there has to be bands that we know or like at these levels where there's people that had to pay alimony and like, you know, they're considered in that way where they're, it affects, that's like their band is the, the employer that they, you know, it like that is a, like a, you know what I'm saying? Like there's gotta be bands where the success of the band is factored in the divorces and stuff. Right. Oh, I'm sure. That's what Tim Lombesis right now is saying. Right. I I was trying to tell everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to tell everybody. Nobody would listen. (laughs) So what what was I supposed to do? I guess really big bands, they probably do uh, prenuptial agreements, right? I guess so. Yeah. They probably marry after you're big, but not if you marry before you're big. No, that's true. But you if you, if a if a lady comes along and you already got a lot of success, you probably have imagine. To, yeah. So when Emery, when I, like when did Toby and Devin get married? How big were y'all then? Like what if no, you'd ask Jessica for a prenup? Right. It's always right. The band dudes, it's always right at the takeoff of the band. Always, yeah. It's like always, it, and it's something I, I'm almost sure it goes something I've seen happen so many times. But it's like they. They they um, their band starts to take off, so all of a sudden they have status or something for the first time, and then all of a sudden they're confident, and then right at the very first moment they actually can begin to attract women. They find they find one, and it's like wow, right. and that just locks that down. And then yeah. then the real takeoff of the you know is is yet to come, like a lagging thing. But like yeah, you, you know what I mean, more. like do more. Yeah, and so then your band takes off, and so it's all these bands where it's like the first as soon as, soon as the band's taken off, people are getting married. In, like in, happens exactly at that point all the time. I wonder if we could start a consulting service around that, like just convincing band. Like we work for management, uh huh. Okay, and the agents, and we convince their band members. They're like, listen, we got a guy. He's thinking about getting married, and oh we're doing okay, <laughs> but we're on the up right now, right. and we just need. I, we need a few more years, right? And then maybe he won't even do it at all because things are going to get really good and what he's not going to. That's true. What so you want to come do, in and talk to them, talk them down. I like it. Yeah. Man. You'd want to make it in some kind of policy with numbers and stuff where you'd say, say, well, if you, the projections are, you would make this much more money if you waited two more years, to, you know, before you actually get married. And then mm-hmm. you could even use the, the breast of the bank to raise money to pay them. Dad, say, look, when you when you do get married, wait two more years, you get this much to pay for your wedding, your honey, you know. All right, space hold on. It out. This is a business idea. <laughs> so, I'm can I take it one step further? Okay, how about this? What if we, us four, okay, we're talking about just band dudes, right? <laughs> but maybe the problem is marriage at all, right? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. if we go? What if we create our own power team? You know, the power team where they rip phone books, yep. they blow up yep. water bottles yep. and explode. We create a team like that. That used to be for Christ, but we come in and we let all those kids know, don't get married. <laughs> Instead of talking about trying to lead them to Jesus, we lead them away from marriage. The completely. new just say no. Yeah. Yeah. Like Devin yeah. rips a phone book and goes, that <laughs> was happens if you got married. <laughs> and we're the new power and, team. Yeah. And the great example could be all four of us are married and we're happy. 
and look at us. Yeah, right. <laughs> look at us. <laughs> look at us. Yes, yeah, so maybe this not power as, team. <laughs> this is as good as this it is. Gets. This is definitely as good as it gets. We are. We we all. Want I mean, from to be my point of marriages. view, that's right. So yeah, we don't bring, yeah, we don't bring it. We don't tear up phone books. We bring in recliners. Half drank beers. <laughs> like we, show, we get on our treadmill, can only run 20 seconds. We set up like yeah. real life domestic this is scenarios. What, yeah. And <laughs> this is a good marriage. Okay. You're in a lounge chair with a beer, and, you're, and you are you put on a wig and come in and yell at me. Come on. You let me put on, you let me put a camera in this house, and you just let me get, just you just record a couple of weeks here, and then show it to the children and say, this right. is a successful one. <laughs> yeah. This one has been here for, they've been together for this long. They got these Bad. kids. They're making it in life and they're, they're happy. It's fine. But it's like this. And this is, and most marriages are worse. <laughs> this is one of the good ones that lasted. And this is how it functions. Observe this. It's like a, it's like a, a, just those eighties, just say no commercials. But, yes. You know, where they say, Hey, Hey, Hey kid, try this pill. <laughs> but instead of a pill, you show them a wedding ring. Hey, you want to try yeah. this? And we step in. No, you are not going to ruin your life on something like that. That's unbelievable. Because I mean, it. It. Matt, okay, Matt and I just got done doing. Uh, we did a bonus episode, and I said that everything is over. That's just like my stance. I go all that, but of course, marriage is over. It is one hundred percent over. There is no. I mean. Just the idea. Okay, people have always struggled with the idea of monogamy. Anyway, just just the sexual part. You know, one partner, all this stuff. People have always. I mean, obviously, there's so much cheating and all this stuff. But I mean, the idea of financially attaching yourself in a way like the, it. There will be contracts, and like, and that'll probably work better. Like for the kids and the, and money and stuff like that. Uh, uh, there will be contracts, but that will be held more like by a lawyer, and you'll make a contract, and then you'll just get out of it. Because I mean, lunch are basically that's. Basically, yeah, what happened with you? Yeah. Oh yeah, blockchain yeah. for sure. But I mean, it'll be de- everything's just going to be decentralized. But I mean, it's, it, it's be something all- different. You're probably right. But th- this conversation with Toby's talking about the last thing he said was over is is of course was just humans are over. <laughs> <laughs> so like to scale it all the way back down to of course marriage is over. That's why. That's why of course marriage is over because in the largest sense humans are over. But, but they, yeah, we marriage are over. clearly uh, we are already okay because we were talking. I was listening to some podcast and I can't remember what it, which one it was, but they were talking about likeness and they said that. Uh, Bruce Willis sold his likeness to this company in Russia. Uh, I don't know, vodka or cigarette. I don't know what it, what the company was. But they just made an AI of him and composite from probably some of his stuff and him saying this is the best vodka in Russia or something like that. You know, or whatever. However they used it. He didn't go over to Russia and act in a commercial. Just licensing. Yeah, yeah just licensing. And so... If that's the case, well, everybody's going to start doing that, and then eventually people are just going to go, "Oh, wait a minute, I, I don't, I'm not going to license Brad Pitt. I'm going to make a mix between Robert Redford and Brad Pitt, and you know, Bill Cosby, and then we're going <laughs> to let's, let's see, let's see what kind of comedian we got. Okay, so this guy's Robert Redford, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. And then what? You know, thirty three percent Bill Cosby. <laughs> and then the Jello pudding. You got the Jello pudding pops with you. That's a funny one because Robert Redford, Brad Pitt is kind of redundant anyway. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it's is. more like a two thirds. So it's like a one third Bill Cosby into that cocktail. 
Yeah. But it's just there's just no way that we matter anymore, and the and the computers are already <laughs> better, and so they they're just going to be more and more. So the the computers here's what I think: the computers eventually will just be like, well, let's just keep them happy. Uh, bless their hearts, they don't, you know. Okay, yeah. We, I mean, because they're already going to be able to compute so much faster than us that it's just, I mean, for sure. And then uh, and the other, we were also talking about. I said it's the end of America, probably in my lifetime. <laughs> I, I think there's a really good chance. Because this yeah. is crazy. I looked at, I mean, what it, it is absurd. Uh, next week, we have on a really good guest uh, who's written a bunch of books about the intersection of politics and faith. And uh, we, we had him on, and we'll, we'll play the interview next week. But um, Brian Kaler. It, yeah, Brian Kaler. <laughs> but um, it was crazy because he made a prediction. He was like, if, if Trump wins again, it could really be potentially catastrophic just because of the whole shape of what everybody everybody the political climate we already in cultural climate we already have been in to have him come back to some people would be so devastating that they just maybe couldn't or wouldn't or you know what i mean like it could it could get to just that point I, I mean that that sounds wild he, even he wasn't predicting that would happen he was just saying there's that what it what if yeah the can't even i just can't go i mean they i mean they they hate trump so much and it's insane i just i looked up it's crazy that this is what we've gotten to. We went from Obama, who, by all regards, I mean, in my lifetime, for sure, the greatest president, as far as representing everything that you think a president should be and where he came from and how he, you know, it came from nothing in a way, and all, you know, all that stuff. And From Kenya. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> birther, birther. Uh, but it's, it's crazy, but I looked it up. So Joe Biden is 79, right? And, and, uh, Trump is 74. That's our last two presidents, right? Right now, Obama is 60. <laughs> our president is 19 years older than the best president of my lifetime. <laughs> 19 years older than him. And George Bush is 74 now. Now. Wow. Oh, wow. So we went from two younger presidents to this, and it's insane. I mean, it's just it, – it, it, so why wouldn't everybody just go, yeah, we'll just be the, the country of South Carolina? Or so, you know what I mean? Like, couldn't you see if I know there's a lot more red tape to it than that? But I mean, it seems as if California would just maybe be the first and just break off, or maybe one of the West Coast states. You know what I mean? They go, listen, we can we can do this ourselves, and this is what it will be, and this is how we're going to run this nation or this country. And I just I could easily see because I mean we're not really united. We're not a united states. I don't want to get too deep into it, but I think. We'd all be happier and better off if we uh, actually adhered to that federalist type of system for real. What are you saying? Like letting the states be themselves, and even if oh. they do fuck up shit, even like, if you don't like it, yeah. we're I think we're too obsessed with being one big country with all the same cultural hmm, and, and rules. So federalism, the whole idea is that the states really are sovereign. And you just have some, you know, stuff to, to keep it together. But also, that would also feel like the collapse of democracy it would be another way to describe such a thing, right? Like, you know what I mean? We're in weird territory of how, what what way you look at things. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not likely yeah. that everybody's going to agree. But in, in another sense, to break down into is a breakdown of 
of you know what I mean? Like so when yeah. people use the word like collapse, that doesn't mean everybody dies. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It <laughs> right. just means a breakdown of or you know what I mean? So I bet but like yeah, those are the thing that's and he was saying what was fascinating about it was or not fascinating, it was more scary, but like the if it really goes crazy with like super right wing something or like that it it will be the evangelical christians who will be looked at as they did that right in history like if it yeah if we spin off on a right wing because if we spin off on anything can happen but if we spin off on some right wing collapse they're just going to say history will just say you know you know the the group that's going to take the fall right. there's that evangelical christian yeah. whatever like that's it that's what it, it would demo be. for Trump. Yeah, it'll yeah, just be like, looked what, at like how did yeah. how did that group do that? Like how did this happen? Where you guys wound up being the, these people that supported this to get to here? You know, and you can see how it happened, I guess. But you know, it's going to be hard to not look at it that way. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Right. I mean, it's a really scary you know thought. Like how you line up with history in, in that in that scenario. Yeah, it seems like it would be like an extension of like you kind of get evangelical Christians and maybe rightly so you kind of get lumped up lumped in with the the pro-slavery what people you know what I'm saying like if you it's zoom just way a, out 100 a years continuation from now or whatever like yeah exactly that. but it yeah I don't know I mean I don't want to get too far into it it just seems like it, if one group like that is pushing so hard against the other I mean it has to be reciprocated yeah but whatever to, way it to goes to actually it's just... break apart or collapse you know what I mean yeah, but, but yeah, if it spins I, I off agree. on a left wing yeah. thing, it's be like these communist people, this or that, whatever it would be. Right. From, from right. like it'll be it'll it's a lump in scapegoaty situation, no matter what. When there's a naturally yeah. a failure, anyway. That would be so crappy if I mean it'd be. I do I do agree with Aaron. I think there'd be some really probably much better things about it. But what if like every time you went to a new state, you had to like go through like a border passport. check yeah. and do yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Like, check oh, your vaccine God. and every other thing. To, de- to make right. a four-hour drive, and you, you had to use their currency. <laughs> you had to use yeah. Alabama's <laughs> currency and stuff, and that'd be crazy. <laughs> but you can even look the European Union. You don't have to do all that stuff, right? They figured out a way to do it, but right. they're still. Right. I mean, it's a loot. That is a very loose like union, right? The countries are still really their own countries. Yep. So I think the European. I don't know much about the European Union, but it seems more. I'm just saying, like, why does California care what the fuck Mississippi does? Like they, let Mississippi be dumb if they if they're going to be dumb. Well, like, most states have both, though. I, you know, every state split. I, That's the crazy I know, part. I mean, I know, you count Western Washington, Eastern Washington, or New, you know Illinois and Chicago. It's like they you can't. This every state is split. Everybody's split everywhere. And if you go to Greer, South Carolina, it'll just be there's two. There's still two sides there. There's two yeah, sides everywhere. You're right. Yeah. You know every every scale level yeah. of it. So, you how do you split? That's what. Well, I was telling Toby uh, we were talking about this on our songs and stories trip. Um, if all this stuff, I know this sounds bad, like in a sense of like I know this is probably in the best attitude to have, but it just all this stuff and chaos outside around us in our world. It just makes me want my world to go smaller. Yeah. Yeah. I just keep going smaller and smaller until it's just me and my family and a few, your, few friends. You and your around. Oculus. No, you I just, mean, just yeah. you and your Oculus. <laughs> yeah. Eventually crazy. it's just me and <laughs> my <laughs> Oculus. <laughs> but that, I mean, that's how it makes me feel. And maybe that's a little bit like getting older. You get more jaded, whatever. I understand that. 
but it just, that's all it really is. I'm like, man, I just want to have my family and we learn together what we want. We spend time together and then you spend time with friends. And yeah. I don't really even care about the country. <laughs> I mean, to be totally honest, I mean, do I really? I don't want it to go insane, and right. like the whole. I don't want it to turn into just insane Greece or something, just insanity, right. everything collapse. But I don't really even care. I know it all affects me, and I, I understand it's all connected. But it's just that's the way I kind of feel these days. I'm like, I don't, I don't know, man. You just do what you do. You can't. You're, you're right, though. You can't care about. No, you can't. You can't actually. You're. We're not capable of actually caring. We say that, but that's why we only. You're capable get, of reacting to shit. You, that's right. For sure. You right. can react, that's, but that's why every everything changes every two weeks. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it. it like it, it's the nonstop news cycle of it's COVID, then it's Ukraine, and then it's uh the, the next thing and the next thing. And I, I'm just like, what? You know, it's Johnny Depp, but it, but it's also Roe v. Wade, or you know, all these things. It's just kind of crazy. Like you can't keep up with it, and I agree. Like the smaller my, the smaller I can make my world, the easier it is for me to handle. Because if I have to hear about all this crazy stuff, like the <laughs> the water in Flint, Michigan, I'm supposed to be broken hearted hearted about that. And I understand. It sounds it awful. It sounds awful and sad and terrible. And, and it's so bad. And I don't want that to happen. But it's not really me telling the truth to say I really care. <laughs> right. I, that's not really the truth. I wish I could. I'm not capable. I, I feel bad for those people. I hope we can fix that. That is awful. The the bad guys there, their corrupt government, the people that did all that, they should go to jail. All that I'm saying, <laughs> I feel, I feel something, but not care. You know what I mean? I can't really call it that because I can't. I'm saying I physically can't. Well, now, if it, well, now, if it happened here, would say if it was champagne, though, I would I care. Think, I think the language is kind of interesting, though. What do you think other people? I mean, you've said you feel bad and think that people should go to jail. So that's it's like that's a form of caring. Like you care enough to feel that feel that feeling. Of yeah, that. but but even that might be selfish. Like <laughs> I, I want them to handle that so it doesn't happen here. Yeah, yeah, you know right, what I mean. Right, like, yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Don't but come this why, way. But, but that's why you care because it's like well, the, I mean. It sounds like that's bad, but that's how that's like your sensory mechanism for caring right. works that way. So it's nice right. that we have it, like it's it's a function to to notice or whatever. But it's like you the way that you care is because you go, holy shit, that could happen to me. That's then you care, yeah. right? Then you do care, right? Do so care. that you don't have to shame that really in a way, but it's like yeah, if people <laughs> people in champagne, then you do care, do care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you only people only really care about what they know or see. They don't. I mean, they'd have to be the tie how it would tangibly affect them to care. Yes, I mean, that is all, true. That's true. Yeah. No, I understand that. I, I agree with that because you do, like you said, you relate it to how you would feel in that same situation or whatever. But ultimately, people. I, and I know this sounds bad. <laughs> But the people in Flint, Michigan, there's other people in Flint, Michigan to help people. Right. They, they have to the help community. their area. That's yeah. their community, right? Right. I mean, isn't yeah, that yeah. kind uh -huh. of the point? Right. It's like you have your community of people. I'm not saying you can't help but you, people But you would pay a nickel if everybody chipped in a nickel and fixed it. Sure. You'd be happy to do it. Sure. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, also, yeah. Nothing wrong right. with that. Yeah. Because but, you care. That's So you care. A nickel. You pay, you'd probably pay $100 out of your pocket if you could solve it, right? Oh, totally. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, so, I mean, For but sure. that's. So that's that's something. It's just bad yes. coordination at that point. Yeah, maybe yes. carry it the exact word, but I'm saying I can't really. I only have so much capacity. And tomorrow, another place there will be a school shooting 
right or, or something in the future and i have to care about that i just can't that i can't do it but like i took my dog's for a walk and a trash can turned over and somebody had like had shredded paper and it went all over this guy's yard and i was like man if he was here right now i'd I would say, hey, I don't mind helping you pick this up. I didn't want to start picking it up because I thought he would think I did it. And I, didn't <laughs> so, I, I wasn't going to go that far. But if he was in the yard. But I actually felt bad because he's on my street. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is our neighborhood. How's that happen? What, you know, why couldn't they do it? You know, that that mattered. Like, I, I was a little bit more invested in that than a lot of the news that's on, you know, that I see. So, I mean, it's crazy. But the smaller it gets, the more you can handle it. I, I do know my neighbors' names and when stuff's happening to them, you know. I did see a TikTok the other day about some, I don't know who it was, some Senate guy or somebody is <clears throat> talking about aliens and stuff. And he said, I mean, it's so hard to know what anything's true or not. Yeah. But he said, he goes, UFOs obviously are here. Everybody, everybody understands that, right? That's all a given now. Right? I think so. <laughs> I, mean, isn't that, I mean, isn't that a, is, don't, don't it, people believe that now? They, the UFOs or UA? What are they call? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That there are those. They don't. They can't explain it. They don't necessarily think they no, no, no. aliens. But yeah, yeah. Definitely okay, aliens is a separate but, thing. But right, UFOs right. are pretty much a given. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Yeah. But anyway, he he was saying, and it was like they are here, <laughs> and they are hostile. <laughs> I mean, it was like they are going to do something. And we don't what? know what it is yet. Oh my God. <laughs> He's like, this is something that the American people probably should know at some point. Oh he was talking to somebody God. specifically like the space force or what, I don't know what it was, but, um, I was like, okay, well <laughs> he might not be telling the truth here or maybe he doesn't know, or maybe he's just crazy. But I was also like, yeah, I mean, maybe it was a maybe senator. It is. Well, I'm, I don't remember. It was some, <laughs> it was some official government meeting. It wasn't like some weirdo. Right. It was, and they were talking to. It was a space force, you know, meeting with some other senators or whoever was there, and somebody was talking about that. So whoever got the clip, I'm sorry, I don't have the right info, but it was something official because the space force is like a real thing, right? <laughs> now, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, it's, yeah, that's a real it's thing. Like, so. It's like, hang on, do we really have a like like that's. It sounds I mean, like that's, a joke. Well, it sounds like but, the conversation you're having right now sounds definitely sounds like a joke. It's like, well, we like we just think about it. Yeah. yeah, it's like, are there? <laughs> we agree there or we don't? Is that a we are we we do or don't? Cause it seems like we do, and we have a space like we have a space force, right? Like this is we're an interplanetary battling civilization now, right? Well, this hey, is a conversation. No, you're right. <laughs> space force exists. It, it, it's you. What? So I looked it up. What does the Space Force currently do? <laughs> and the responsibilities will include developing guardians, right. acquiring just, military yeah, space systems, weird. maturing the military doctrine for space power, and organizing space forces <laughs> to present to, you, to, present to our do? combatant commands. There's Is that real? Yeah, but there's individuals like Jeff Bezos and Elon are just going to space. So you, what do you? I mean, it's happening. It's happening. You have to do something. After, I mean, it's a real place that, like, it's part. I mean, it's it's open. It's open you, for you business. You do see that. <laughs> you do see that something like Avengers: Infinity War is coming. Yeah, <laughs> like it seems there's going like to be some yes. kind of something around the Earth 
protecting the earth or whatever. You know, there's going to be that. And then I don't know what will happen after that, but they're trying to get there. Oh, man, this is getting Who crazy. Th- their slogan is maybe your purpose on this planet isn't on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> this is real. This is freaking me out, man. You're making it sound hilarious. But I mean, that's serious, though, right? Like, that, say that the way you say it in this conversation makes it sound really funny. Say it again. The, their slogan? Yeah, say it like it's really scary. <laughs> maybe your purpose on this planet isn't on this planet. <laughs> pretty good i mean they made a comedy show called space force yeah right and so so. they did it's it's pretty funny um but anyway but that's based on a real government agency yeah trump trump made it up or something i mean there's gonna be a moment then that comes where it's going to be like they're gonna need people to join it and that's gonna be a crazy time does that make sense? Like, yeah, well, yeah, they have a, there's like going to be a time, troopers. right? It's like I'm, I think I'm going to join the military, Mom. I want to join. When I was 18 or whatever, but conditions here could just become in a weird way where there's some weird incentive. It's like we we need a hundred thousand people to go to space for to do this, <laughs> and it's like how is that going to? You know what I mean? Are we calling on these people or like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like that that can happen, and it's like the call to space. Like you could get drafted to space. Like right. our kids couldn't like. Well, if you need option. if if we need it to, well, how will it not happen? You I mean, just yeah, we will. Space like super uh, space troopers. You, you have to have the troopers so sometime. Maybe oh, it's a cool opportunity. Like, oh, you get everything paid for your family. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, could be a cool opportunity to be to be in space force. But I mean, who knows? It could happen. All right, let's uh. Can we pay a couple bills for a second? Yep. Okay. So, uh, like we were talking about, Matt and I did a bonus episode right before this. We do a bonus episode on Mondays and Fridays, and you can get that if you join thebcclub.com. Not only that, you get into the social groups, and you get um, access to, like, a bunch of Emory stuff, like an unbelievable amount, that you, a shocking amount of Emory stuff and all those socials in the Emory Club. So you get a lot. You get a lot if you join bbcclub.com you even get uh, oh i didn't even mention that my 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 weekly newsletter which is the hit of all the bc club i would say it's the hit the goods out of, out of all the yeah the goods email that i send um but you also get your name all new clubbers recent clubbers to get their name read and so matt do you have them um i have them close by oh wait Hold i on. got them okay nope i got them right here uh and this I week got them they, also they all sent in their favorite uh bible verse so oh, I think nice. this is yeah, this, this is kind of good. We got uh, Javier Herrera. Did I say that right, Matt? Yep. Uh, he says it. This is from Proverbs twenty-one and nineteen. It is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and an angry woman. All right, uh, Eleazar or Eleazar Bukhari. <laughs> you, you, you got it. You got it. Bukhari. Is it Eleazar? Eliezer. If so, Eliezer. Yeah, Eliezer. That's biblical right there. Eliezer. I know. Wow. All right. Bukeri. That's a good one. Yeah. Bukeri. Yeah. Bukeri. What did I say? Okay. His is Psalms one thirty seven nine. Happy is the one who seizes your infants and dashes them against the rocks. All right. This is Randy Tribal. Randy Tribal. Yep. A feast is made for laughter. 
Wine makes life merry, and money is the answer for everything. Ecclesiastes ten nineteen. That's really that's really good. We got Matthew Farkash. Matthew uh-huh. Farkash. I think that's Farkash. Yeah, yeah, Farkash. This is Ezekiel four uh, twelve through fifteen, I believe. Very well, he replied. I'll allow you cow's dung in place of human excrement. Bake your bread on that. That's Ezekiel four twelve fifteen, and then uh, old John Chambers. Um, Let's see, where was his? Okay, here we go. Ezekiel again. These are Ezekiel's boys. People love Ezekiel 23 and 19. Yet she increased her prostitution, remembering the days of her youth when she engaged in prostitution in the land of Egypt. And she lusted after their genitals as large as those of donkeys, and their seminal <laughs> emission was as strong as that of stallions. <laughs> what does it mean that your seminal emission is as strong as a stallion? How hard does a stallion shoot the seminal emission horse load oh yeah horse load Serious. i mean massive load luster what's the hardest you've ever shot your seminal emission you think <laughs> do you, do you remember the time where you were like whoa <laughs> like you were caught off guard by just the force of it like you, it wasn't normal you were whoa <laughs> when was that <laughs> that was First time he had sex after his first marriage. <laughs> a, oh, oh, yeah, I'm back, baby. I'm back. I damn it, I did it. Who do you think you are? I am. I am. All right, so that's all of them. Man, those are some good Bible verses. Seminal emission. That's just, man, that's just crazy. That, I mean, that's so interesting to me that that's in the Bible. I know. <laughs> That they so didn't funny? delete that part. No, you know what I mean? They, they cut out like, tons of other books and stuff. They're like, throw it in. Leave it in. <laughs> that's, like that's the, scribe, the scribe just had to be dying laughing, like writing it for the sixth <laughs> time or whatever. He's trying to <laughs> transcribe the Bible. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like donkey those of donkeys. Donkey dicks and horse cub. Like urban Bible, urban dictionary, but for the Bible. For the Bible, yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. Um, so our first, deep in this bitch. <laughs> our first single uh, from our new record, uh, rub some dirt on it. I don't know you at all. Uh, it actually comes out tomorrow, May twelfth. Yeah. So people are going to get to hear. If you haven't heard our uh, the song, it's going to be pretty good. The full album comes out June twenty fourth, and uh, the link in the description to pre save both the album and the single. Please go do that. That really helps us out. If you go pre save pre save the album and the single. Um, and, and where do they do that at? Where do they pre-save them? Well, it it's, all, it's, for, it's for Spotify it's pre-save. The link. Is, yeah. Yeah. Become the link in the, the description. Follow. Yeah. That's what's become the thing like to do, to count. The metric, the goal is yeah. like if you can get a pre-save on Spotify, then when it releases on Spotify, you'll get a play. So everybody will get notified, and then you can get yeah. more playlists from that. So that's basically the idea. That'd be really nice. Also, tickets for Labeled Fest, our big, humongous <laughs> tour that we're going on with, Norma Jean and Aaron Gillespie. Aaron, Aaron's going to be playing the entirety of Southern Weather on just him up there with that acoustic. Oh my God, it's going to be beautiful. Oh, Sleeper's going to be on some. Watashiwa. There'll be different bands on uh, some of the legs. So check uh, when you buy the tickets which band's going to be in your area. But Idle Threat and Salt Creek. And there's even might be some uh, surprise acts potentially. We're still thinking about yep. that. Potential. Yeah. Yep. Some I potential got something there. to tell you. Oh, it's very hard to good. close deals, you know, but there's, the, yeah. there's, you know, you get text messages from people. 
And you're no Trump. You know what I mean? And you can't I, close yeah, a deal not, like him. I don't know the art of the deal or anything. But basically, there's three legs of this tour, the southeast, the west coast, and Texas right now. And, and northeast and uh, midwest, we'll get to you. Don't worry. We're going to try and work all the details once again. You can get all those details, though, at labeleduniverse.com. And our VIP tickets are on sale right now. You go to label, labeleduniverse.com. You can get your VIP tickets to hang out with us, Norma Jean, on their legs. And uh, that does not include the ticket to the show. And space is limited, so grab them now. And then, um, speaking of seminal emissions, <laughs> if you want to increase those, marriagesupply.com. Because maybe your purpose isn't on your penis, but it is your penis. I don't know. I was trying to go back to Space Force. 10% off with code BCPOD. Marriage Supply is one, one, not one. It is the premier sex toy site online. There's a, there's a bunch of competition out there. No one beats our prices. <laughs> I dare you to find a sex toy is uh, the quality that we make them. And the prices that we do it. And some people think our prices are expensive. But I'm telling you, the handcrafted nature, the quality, the, the pageantry of the website, the, the pristine cleanness of what we offer. You don't want to miss that. And maybe you just want to have fun. And uh, pageantry. Yeah. Are those dildos, cock rings, and fuck sticks worth in, worth in space, too? There's pageantry to, to it. If you don't get it, so. Lunsford, there's yeah, pageantry if to you it. Use, if you use a vibrator in space, it knocks you off course. <laughs> it starts vibrating, <laughs> yeah. and all of a sudden, you thought you were headed to Jupiter. Now you're over there, yeah, no, Pluto yeah, or right something. Off. You're like, shit, I, I, all I did was want to shoot a load. Or... Here's a product idea. Gravity lube. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lube that will actually, won't when you go to... It won't go out. It'll yeah. uh, some sort somehow magnetic to your genitalia. So now you're talking. There you go. So what person? It, I mean, which has it happened? Who did it? I mean, somebody has shot a load in space out and just out. Oh, right. Like you. Like I don't know how you would be able to do it. Uh, you, I, maybe it's never been done. But if it hasn't been done, that's a. Well, you want to be that is guy, that even right? Possible shoot a load out into it would just. I mean, I don't you know. You know, Buzz Aldrin did that. You, I mean, you had to. I don't think you could do. I don't think there's any way you could do it, like, other than to plan it, you know, in advance. Like, 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 you you it's not gay if you're in space. Wouldn't the pressure, like, instantly crush your nuts? That's what I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, but I don't know what, I don't know how you could do it. I'm just saying that's yet to be done. I mean, somebody would want to do that. If you were in space, you would think. Shoot a load out here. <laughs> I'll do anything I can to shoot a load. Just, out that would be it. You would find that a, interesting to fl- float. That might be the next. Try to have sex you know, the, the next universe. I'm just saying. It's just you, your seed. You just you send literally send your seed out into the universe. Like you, it's you could do it. That would be, be awesome. How would you resist if you're that's, out there long enough? That's what God did for us. <laughs> right. He shot his seed into the universe. <laughs> what if the universe is just a vagina? That would be wild. The universe is just a vagina. God shot a seed and created a, and we're just in the, you know, we were just the egg and the sperm. And this is, we, we think anyway, I had a, I had a commercial idea for marriage supply. Let me, let me run this past you. You see Gollum and he's just hunched over going, my precious, my precious or whatever. And then you see the ring, but it's a cock ring and it's one cock ring to rule them all. And it's like the best cock ring, you know, and that's, you know, and I'd build that up off Lord of the Rings. You know, there's all, you know, there's all these 
you know, different bad things that happen, but it, the one cock ring, if you get it from marriage supply, it will rule them all. It'll change your, it saves the world. That's good. <laughs> it's very can, good. I like it's it. You can do it. Right before, uh, y'all, do y'all watch TV shows at all? Like, do y'all still watch? I'm, I'm talking about, uh, like on YouTube TV or something like that. You know, like, uh, what is that terrestrial TV or whatever? You know, like a slotted time, time sensitive TV. A by appointment. Yeah, like at 8 no, p.m. Really. You know, do y'all watch anything like that? Nothing? No. I think so. I was just watching, uh, Naked and Afraid right before we started podcasting. So good, but it's so funny. Uh, there's two things. One is hilarious. Like when somebody goes to leave, a lady goes to leave and the guy hugs her, he, he always has to have his butt stuck out so his dick doesn't touch her. <laughs> it's so funny. Like the way they, they're hugging each other and they're close up top. I guess the boobs, you know, chest don't really matter as much, but the, their butts are always stuck way out because they cannot let their genitals touch. Their genitals are right there. They'd just be hugging. It'd be just, it would be so bizarre if they hugged fully. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they can't. You yeah. you cannot <laughs> hug fully because you're naked. Yeah. And then the other thing is the uh, funniest thing is the uh, the the people that have to leave. They always say the same thing. I was trying. To, what did I? Write? They always say, uh, "I'm not a quitter. I'm never quit." <laughs> as soon as they say that, they are done. Like no man, I've never quit anything in my life. I know it's day three, but the pain is so bad. And they just always leave. I mean, that is it. They <laughs> always want to, if they ever start saying, uh, you know, anything like, man, it's just, I'm not like that. I, I never give up. I always strive for it. They are done every single time. But I've never we, really watched Naked and Afraid. I, I watched that show. Uh, we got into that Alone. Is that the one that's on Netflix? Alone? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so they're just totally yes. by themselves. It was like a game show, but they're by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So the winner gets money or whatever. But there was the one that, I thought it was so funny. There was this one uh, group of people going, and there was this uh, black dude who he was like having a party before he left with all his yeah. friends and family. He was like, yo, I'm the toughest motherfucker. You know, he's just talking yeah. all this stuff. And literally the first day, he's out there, and he, he's in the woods. I mean, it's it's scary. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I would be very right. scared. But he hear, you know, he's like in a bear country or wherever he's at. <laughs> he hears something – you know, he's like instantly, <laughs> unbelievably afraid. Right. And he gets down and he's there for like three hours. He goes and he calls and says, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> there were like three hours. But he was like, before he went, he was just like talking so much trash to how tough he was. And it was unbelievable. Gone. I mean, it gets too scary. They can't handle it. It's, it does seem awful. Like, it'd be terrible. The, the main thing is like, the mosquitoes and stuff. That's the, the by far the worst. Just think oh. you're in the jungle and nonstop mosquitoes at all moments and you're trying to sleep and you have no food and they just literally, I mean, they always lose 30 pounds at least or something. Oh like my you know gosh. what I mean? They always, and that's just, that. it's like a pound a day they lose. And yeah. some of the, but I mean, it, and it, it's just wild, but it's so fun. The people's attitudes of what they're going to do, you're right. And then they'll just quit. The, 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 any, anytime yeah. the toughest guys, they always quit. They just can't. It's just you know. There's no way, and that's what the future's going to hold. Everything. If everything's over, you're going to be naked and afraid. You're going to go back to just. <laughs> I mean, it just will. Yeah. <laughs> y'all, moving on. Go back. Y'all want a little? Yeah, would y'all like a little damn news? Yeah, it just goes straight to that. So, I've been watching this hilarious show. <laughs> 
And it's all over. Just, just a couple of spirals all... right back into it. I was watching oh, the show God. and I realized that that's our future. <laughs> some hey, funny some things. Da- yeah. You want some damn news? I got some. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how I started following this lady on Facebook. I don't know if it was from this story or because I don't think like she's an Emory fan or anything. I don't, I don't know. But somehow I just I realized I'm following her on Facebook and uh, it's, she has a crazy story. It's about her husband. So I'll read the the news story from uh, DailyMail.co.uk. Uh, but the story's here. They're in Texas. But uh, let's see. So man 37 wakes up thinking he's still in high school after forgetting the past 20 years, including oh, no. that he was married and had a 10-year-old daughter. So I must have saw that headline and maybe started following her or something like that. But it's totally true. Daniel Porter, 36, from Texas, lost 20 years of memories due to a, a brain condition, and it's called retrograde amnesia. So where something that you live through, you don't, it's, it's gone. And he woke up next to his wife, Ruth, who's 37, uh, he's 36 in July. And this was, I think back in 2020. Um, and he had no idea who she was. And he looked in the mirror and he said, uh, who, why am I old and fat? No way. Like, yeah, yeah. That was, he looked in the mirror and he couldn't believe it. He saw himself and he's like, so, I mean, imagine you had no memory. So he went back to, he only remembers and, uh, forget, let's see if it says, the father has been retaining memories of the last year. He still has no recollection of the past 20 years. So he was 16. The last memory uh, he has is he uh, was 16 years old. So he woke up thinking he remembered that his brain made him remember the last night when he was 16. No. And now, I mean, no, I that's, not, that. that's no, that's not the experience. I, I, I mean, I'm not trying. I don't, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about, but I think there's an interesting way to look at that. It's not as if he also had his 16 year old memory either. He just has brain damage now. Does that make oh, sense? Oh yeah, maybe so. But he has. Like, some it's not like of- he. It's not like he had a continuity to that, and then woke up and said, "Oh shit!" Do you know what I mean? Like he, he, he also doesn't remember what he did when he was sixteen very much either. It's just his oldest yeah. memory happens to be from when he was sixteen. So he's. It's not like he's woke up in bed like. Like you, you know what I mean? Like he was. Well, he said back. he said he woke up in bed thinking, "Oh, I got to get ready for school." So that's there hilarious. Some, there's some kind of <laughs> that make connection sense. there, but and then his wife said had to convince him that he hadn't been kidnapped. She, he, you know, he hadn't looked in that's, the mirror yet. Make, he thought, totally makes sense. That's crazy. He, he just thought I woke up next to some woman. I mean, can you imagine all that? And so, come to find out, he has these uh, uh, severe. What is the, the name? Is these severe um, epileptic, epileptic epileptic seizures? Um, but no, I'm sorry, they're non-epileptic. So the doctors don't even think it's real, but he has these seizures where he can't like he he has a seizure, he gets knocked out or whatever, and also he uh, becomes paralyzed. So she posted on Facebook once. She said, "Someone give me advice. It's the weekend, so no one is open. Uh, Daniel is completely paralyzed, other than his face. How long do I wait before getting an ambulance? It's been a really long time since the episode. This is bad, and he can't even move his neck." I'm trying to be calm. That was her Facebook page. Like he has these, ter- I mean, it's crazy. So she's just mm. exhausted and she doesn't really have her husband. His personality, she said, right, is different yeah. now. So got to be a know? lot missing. Right. Basically. And they have a kid, a daughter and all this stuff. I was like, man, it's just so crazy because my first instinct kind of was he was making it up. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was, I thought first, cause it's so bizarre. I was like, and if I wouldn't have done, 
if I'd have just read the news article, or whatever, I probably would have thought, continued to think that. Now seeing her real posts and what he's going through and all the stuff that he's not faking, you know what I mean? Like it's real. But I mean, there's not even really much they can do. Like they can't even hardly get into therapy or anything. I mean, it's just it's so bizarre. And people tell them the wrong thing, and they gave him a bunch of bad medication that didn't work out. I was like, whoa, it's so crazy. But it sounds made up. Yeah, I just can't remember you. Yeah, I can't go to work anymore, or I do this or that. It you sounds, know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Because you think people do actually do that, yes. though. Yeah, they do. I think they would, for sure. Yeah. What if they, he had been like a doctor and then just all that medical school now, just down the drain? My God. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Like, woke up and he's not doesn't remember how to be a doctor anymore. And right. and does he, do you get some of it back or you just have to like, I mean, you know, that's, I mean, that's incredibly, you know, sad. Oh, right? Yeah. I mean, he, like he has a kid, so it's like. What do you have to yeah. get to Remember know him? Kid, oh man, you know that'd be terrible. Do y'all think y'all could pull that off? Like fake it? Yeah, no, I don't think so. People not, definitely not do claim am- amnesia. Like they'll go at uh, yeah, yeah, end up yeah. in Hawaii. They say, yeah, yeah, I don't remember. They were uh, Joe Josh's dad told us that story. There was a guy that they found on a beach in Maui, and he said he had, had amnesia and he didn't remember anything. But a lot of people think he totally did and just said I didn't. He just yeah, like that's beat, the like easiest way to not have to like get caught in lies from your former right, life right. that you're running or whatever would be to say to swear you didn't. But that's different if you got a f- clean start, you know. But you couldn't really interact with people you knew for the rest of your life and pretend. I mean, you could. Yeah, you could. You could. I mean, I guess people probably get all twisted up psychologically. I think people yeah. do. I, I take that back. I think, but I think of it as very sick more than like pulling oh, a scam. Yeah. You know, I mean, I if you, you didn't really love, if you didn't really love your family and you wanted to get out of your situation, you just make a weird then, construct that you live in that would well, be weird. Let's say but one you day you're, you're driving yeah. home and let's say you're going down the road, maybe 35, 40 miles an hour or something like that. You could probably just kind of run into a tree. Yeah, you could set it up and you could fake it enough to where you're like, OK, now I'm just I'm say having amnesia yeah. from the accident. Uh-huh. Go through that, maybe go through the whole six, eight months, a year of like trying to figure this out, and then you just eventually your <laughs> wife gives up. Elaborate. It'd be hard to not laugh. Like, yeah, oh I'd, be hard not laugh. I'd, I'd like start in on it and like want to laugh. But I was thinking about it with that guy, and I'm not trying to make fun of it, but if like something was happening with your wife and she's like, you're you can't hold it together, or something, and all of a sudden you act paralyzed. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> you just think of anything at the moment. The seizure, yeah. Why did you load the dishwasher? Just the feeling frozen. Bowman. I'm having one. You have to do. I'm having one. <laughs> Get me to the couch. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm not trying. No, I, I know. What she's going through is horrific. I know. But that's what a guy would think. You just yes. do whatever you got to do right now that's to get what I'm out saying. of this situation. Yeah. <laughs> that would be crazy if in any situation you could become paralyzed. <laughs> you know, like. But the, do but the doctor's saying there's right. seizures that that's oh, not yeah. they can't they're not saying yeah. they're even anything. It's right. scary all oh, the way right. around. They're, no, yeah, they're, they're saying terrible. that so he's not shaking or anything like that. They're just saying and so they're saying it's just a mental thing, but now they're saying that, that after getting more and more research that it's a physical thing and I mean, he's not faking. You know no, what I mean? Like no, this no. is too, this is too intense and <laughs> and all the things that they're going through. I mean, if it is, it's the most elaborate thing ever. But um all right, I got two more stories for y'all. This one is from Fox News. Fox always has the good 
some of the good news. Drunken Main Man is arrested after trying to hide from police under a blanket. And the picture is just a guy sitting on the picture is just sitting on a porch under a blanket. But uh let's see. And he would let's see. He would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for the Belfast Police Department. An intoxicated Maine man was arrested for trespassing early Monday after trying to hide from the police under a blanket. Officers responded around nine thirty PM uh and the disturbance and the police found him on the property. Uh, and told him he could not return or else he'd be arrested. When police performed a sweep of the parking lot at 12.40 a.m., they found someone hiding in a chair with a blanket trapped over themselves. <laughs> police pulled the blanket off, and there he was sitting there. Delude was just sitting there, so uh, they arrested him, and he got in big trouble. But he was just literally trying to hide under a blanket. I was like, that's kind of crazy. What The crimes that y'all have done, did y'all ever have to hide from anybody chasing you? I did. We did like golf balling, you know, throwing golf balls oh, yeah. at signs, and then we would hide on the side of the road and uh, sling some golf balls, and it would bang underneath the cars they were driving by. And mm-hmm. definitely, uh, when we toilet papered, when we toilet papered, I got chased uh, in car like high speed car chases over in Appalach, over there. <laughs> like, My God, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I mean, it was it got really intense one time. This guy. It, he just kept chasing us. He chased us once out of the community. And we were like, oh, this is so weird. Let's go ride back by just to see, you know, being assholes. <laughs> and and, and uh, we drive by. So this is a true story. I was, I was with my friend Greg. And Greg. Uh, so we visited his girlfriend, I think, in this community. And then as we were leaving, the guy said something. or And I think Greg smarted off to him. And he hopped in his car and chased us out. Of the, and he stopped, right? And it was right across from Crestview over there. And then, so we did, we were like, uh, okay, he did, he only chased us to there. Let's just ride back by and just see, like I said, we, as we drive back by the front window shade is open and he's sitting at a table staring out the window in case we came back by and he did, and he got up and we see him running and he runs to the car and then now he's chasing us all through Appalach, right? And so finally we lose him. He goes away and we were like, surely he thinks it's over. <laughs> this is over, right? We go back for a third time. <laughs> And this time he's sitting in the car. Back, he drove in backwards in his driveway, <laughs> hits, the, hits his headlights, and squeals out after us. And then we just get chased forever and ever. I mean, all through uh, over there by we got all the way from Appalachia Crestview area, all the way out through Appalachia over to the Greer Country Club, up up into uh, on down fourteen. I mean, he followed us for forty five minutes at least. And I mean, <laughs> high speed, you, yeah, yeah, the whole time, yeah. I mean. Is, well, we stopped at stop signs and stuff like that, but I mean, really trying to get away. And, <laughs> oh my god! We, I mean, we were going like a in me- between medium speed chase, in not between, forty-five minutes. Oh, in hot between, pursuit. well, we were driving seventy miles an hour down fourteen, which people do. I'm not saying it's that crazy, but I mean, right. he was right on our tail. I mean, if we'd have stopped, stop I don't know what he stop sign the same, just right behind you. Yeah, like after we squealed away, <laughs> he <Yeah>. still stopped. <laughs> he still stopped. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, we pulled off, and he he stopped. Damn it! And then he goes, "Yeah, probably something like that." But we had to yeah. run some. I mean, we did. I did some egging, you know, that threw some rocks. I think it cars was just stupid. I did that right outside my house one time, and I was just hiding like in the tall grass. <laughs> the guys like looking yeah. with a flashlight, and then I think we did some stuff. Me and Matt, didn't we do some stuff? Matt? Yeah, we were doing things, and you know, I I know we've been chased before by different people, or thought you were, or got chased out a little bit, but not like. Um, I don't know, not anything where, not by the police or anything like that, but I would always think that if I saw a cop, 
Like I was, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're so scared of cops when you were 16 or so. I can't explain the fear I had of cops and I'd be speeding or whatever. And I would think a cop was turning around. Is it going to turn around or like you pull off a road and he's like, you think you can escape before he saw you or whatever. And yeah. there's times where I swear like a cop turned around, but I, I got away from him or whatever. That was the, that was always like, maybe wasn't, maybe I wasn't really in a high speed chase, but it felt like it. It felt <laughs> I like I got it. pulled over for street racing one time. Did you? Were you actually racing? I mean, for like fifty feet, pulling out of a family video. Oh, <laughs> my I... friend, and we did it right in front of a cop, and he pulled us both over. I mean, my my brother, um, Ronald, he it's a, I mean, we're, it's like child's play. He 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 went. You know, Wade Hampton Boulevard. Well, you don't, Aaron, but like the main road that goes from Spartanburg to Greenville goes through right. town. I mean, it's all town the whole way. He got, he was, he said he got caught going 120 <laughs> on Wade Hampton Boulevard. <laughs> and this is like a 45 mile an hour road, with lots of traffic. 120. Did he lose like, his license insane? for that? He lost it for life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And, and I think he was, dr- I think he was also drunk. Oh my God! So it was the—I mean, he feels obviously now he's straight on the straight and narrow, and he's like, "Man, I was—I was a dumbass, you know, whatever." But 120 mile an hour drunk down the like, Luckily, he didn't kill anybody. Now I hate myself. I was thinking what if, so that that husband with the amnesia—he's probably been doing stuff like that too. So he's going 130 down the road, and the cop pulls up, says, "Pull over." He goes. I'm scared. I'm frozen. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it wasn't me. I froze and <laughs> pushing the gas pedal. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you can't help it, can you? You the just can't. Is, oh. <laughs> That's you again. <laughs> All right, I got I got another one. This one's wild. Um, because this reminds me of the Ari Shafir Burt drugging. Oh um, God. Yeah, that was kind of wild, but uh, Florida Bride, this comes from Fox News, too. Florida Bride allegedly laces wedding food with pot and grins as deputies arrive with a body cam. Uh, she's grinning when the uh, uh, the cops show up because victims told the deputies the food had been laced without their consent. So uh, Florida deputies on the body cam show a grinning new bride as law enforcement responded to a mass marijuana overdose at her wedding <laughs> after she and the caterer allegedly engaged in lacing the guest food with pot and causing multiple bad trips. Wow. <laughs> uh, one of the victims said, we've all been affected somehow by what was put in the food. Um, and they just they said, we, we're trying to figure out who put it in the food, whether it was a guest or the catering company is what the cops are saying. But basically... The bride was just laughing when they showed up. So some people were just freaking out, losing their minds because they probably had never done marijuana or anything like that. But what if you had been at that wedding? What would 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 you have been mad? No, I would have been very happy. I mean, it would have been you thought it was so funny, right? You wouldn't. Yeah, of course. I mean, if it was like a terrible scene and the cops had to come and Nana was sick and everything. Oh I don't yeah, think I mean, yeah, Nana's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom and dad are crying about their. But you existence. would be laughing so hard. I mean, I don't know what everything. you would picture. <laughs> I would just be laughing at everything. I mean, people you know, could lose their jobs. 
they drug oh, test or something, you know, like that's true. That's true. But I'm <laughs> saying for me, very inappropriate for me, <laughs> personal, know, for sure. Yeah, I'm saying for me, and that's what I'm saying. I can un- totally understand other people. You're right. Cause I didn't even think about that. If, okay, hold on. If everybody's, somebody said there's something in the food and everybody started freaking out and you started throwing up and, and falling <laughs> over and stuff like that, you would have thought you got poisoned. You might not think, you know yeah. what I mean? You wouldn't yeah. think, uh, oh, this is fun. Uh, we're cutting up or whatever. <laughs> you, you would, I would have thought, yeah, terrorists or something. You know what I mean? Because you'd have been high. You'd have thought the craziest thoughts and, and you could possibly think. I'd have probably thought terrorists had poisoned the food. This is going to be exactly worse. You know, somebody's about to come start shooting or something and doing all this bad stuff. Yeah. I, I, you're probably yeah. right. I don't think I would have I would have been. <laughs> but but how spoke. mad would I have been within the range of guests would be very low, of course. <laughs> right. The, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. There's some people that would be uh, less mad than others. I would be. I mean, oh. e- even if it was, I just, you know, there's people who freak out the most about stuff regardless of what it is so it'd be a spectrum like some people probably not as mad but i don't see how the person can justify it when they have to explain for themselves what they say i just thought it was funny is that all you can say funny right (laughs) is that it (laughs) i mean that's a high risk i mean that's probably you know one of the oldest like party jokes right you spike the punch and be i mean that's not like a wedding yeah but i mean it's more informal maybe but still i mean it's and now weed, I know that affects your employment or whatever a little bit differently, but I mean, people get drunk without meaning to get drunk. Toby, you, know, you said that, that Ruby went to the um, middle school dance. What if they yeah. somebody, somebody she got oh drunk God. on accident, got drunk there? Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know what, I would be devastated. That that would be devastating. If, if Ruby was drunk and like, Dad, I don't know what's happening. You know what I mean? Like threw up and all this. I'd feel just, oh, yeah. God. I'd feel so terrible. It's, it's tough enough just taking her to the dance. I like, bet. I was, like, I was this curious is where about I'm that. At. Like, yeah. This is where I'm at in life. Where I'm, I, and she didn't want us to be chaperones whatsoever. And so I was like, uh, okay. And, and so I dropped her off. And it was all the, she seemed so little compared to like the eighth graders. All, it was everybody, sixth, seventh, and eighth. I was like, she's gonna is an eighth grader gonna pick on them or what, you know, and just be jerks or whatever. And she had a great time. It, it, it's, it's surprisingly still the same. There's like one kid that could do crazy dance and flips and stuff. So they're all standing. I saw the videos, the circle. They're all standing in a circle, just clapping, you know, like, yeah. And he's just doing like kind of break dancing and a back. He did a backflip and everybody loses it. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not an unbelievable backflip, but it's cool in that moment. You know, nobody else could have done it. So what it for what it was, it was pretty amazing. But it's just weird being at that stage where my daughter, man, she's just we're really close to where she won't even like us at all soon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when she gets to sixteen, I'm only gonna be stupid. I'm not gonna be able to talk to her. And <laughs> like it's all over. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the end of something. It's the end of it's the end of everything. End. It is the end of everything and y'all know it, but I'm just saying I'm it's weird cuz I uh I'm the everything feels like it's speeding up. It felt like, you know, it took all this time to get to things and then now it's just faster and faster and I'm at I mean my daughter will be a teenager this year and I can't believe that cuz I mean, she seems so little, and it didn't seem that long ago that we were, you know, I mean, she was just born when I, we had, she was born in October, and I had to go out on almost a, all of December tour with uh, 
um, Under Oath and August Burns Red. Remember that? The Christmas yeah. tour where we all dressed up. And I mean, I was I had to leave, and I was like, man, I can't wait. I know I got to make money. You know, Jess is, uh, you know, taking pregnancy leave and all this stuff, and so I got to take this tour. But man, I just want to be home to that baby. And now she's, you know, I'm dropping her off and feeling all kinds of crazy. She don't want to tell me stuff. It was really <laughs> funny today. I hope she won't ever. Li- well, she li- might listen to this, but not anytime soon. And I won't say any names. But I pick her up from school, and on, uh, she goes, "Oh, my friend's calling me." A friend calls and. Ruby has it, I guess, because I do it too. She always uses speakerphone. I only use speakerphone. I've only used speakerphone forever. And Ruby has no speakerphone. And the friend goes, "Am I on speakerphone?" And Ruby goes, "Yes." And, he, she, and, the, and the friend goes, um, "Would you maybe pick me up?" And, and Ruby goes, oh, and "I didn't say anything. I'm just driving." And Ruby does, and they start talking. And Ruby's going, "Yeah, yeah, okay, all right, okay. Be careful." <laughs> and, and and she says i'll call you back in just a few minutes because I, I i was dropping ruby off at our house and i was going to get the other kids and she last thing she says be careful i was like ruby you gotta tell me what's going on i said I, she is your friend uh in danger or anything like that and she goes no well maybe the dad or how her house is haunted <laughs> <laughs> oh my not, god not, not joking she goes she's seen stuff dad because of my face immediately you know she sees she no dad she's seen stuff and her brother just called her and said there's some strange marks on her wall in her bedroom oh my god and i was like that's said, cute that's cool that's hilarious so that made me a little happy that it's still kind of kids and stuff that yeah i mean for a minute but it's that's yeah, nice that that, that's nice when you see some of the more innocent kind of behavior out of you know right. when they act so old and stuff and the innocence yeah but it, it kind of that story kind of made me think a little bit like of our generation of like you know the internet age so we got caught in that yeah <laughs> and now it. also as we're getting older you know you kind of see like everything feels so much faster than let's say we were we grew up in like 1750 or something our lifespan was like the late 1700s it would have been real it would have been basically the right. same yeah right? nothing changed yeah. yeah i mean it would have been real minor changes right and i feel like our lifetime is like unbelievable right Just well, it, if you go back farther enough it was like clothes didn't change in a lifetime like, you know how we have styles <laughs> of clothing and now then it got faster and now yeah. it's out fractured but there would yeah. be whole periods where in your whole lifetime there was no such thing as any change in clothing style or anything you know what i mean right. like you don't have to go back far before and then all of a sudden there starts to be all these changes and now we're every, you know super well and that and i was thinking about how that really affects our relationship with our kids yeah it does you know what i mean like uh, my great great grandmother had a probably a, no, a good relationship with her daughter let's just for example for bo- most of their life i'm not yes. saying they didn't have their teenage years and what they, they didn't have their whatever that rebellious period but ultimately, their whole life was basically the same relationship. They could relate to each other. Their world, their yes. psycho alive yeah. world, their internal worlds, maps of the reality were still similar. Yeah. When one was old and one was young. And ours is going to be miles yeah. apart. Yeah, right. I yeah. mean, miles. I feel like apart. that it didn't start really probably till like the 50s. Feels like the 50s yeah. were probably the first, like, all right, we're really starting to separate. Yeah. A teenager in the 50s is totally different than a was teenager. Me, was that music? Was that music culture? I think 
Yeah, I think music and fashion and advertising. Yeah. And And then all that and then technology and then internet. And then internet. Yeah. And so now the speed but but it's more of fracture now than speed. Like that was all speed with everybody together, fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, and you know, micro trends and throwbacks and now we're all mixed into that, but now it's like totally just more echo chambery, not echo chambery, but it's just fractured in a way that's not, it's not as much as there's not shared realities across generations, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Or across people groups. So, you know, in every way you're kind of in more, I guess isolated, but yeah, the generational part of that is probably pretty significant as far as relating to your own kids. Well, does that make, does that make parenting harder? I guess, or would that be classified as more difficult or what? You know what I mean? That just makes it feel like, gosh, you know, at some point it's going to be really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, it's I don't know. It's like to Magnolia, Justin Bieber is kind of cool, but it's almost like old people music. Justin oh, yeah. Bieber. Wow. Yeah. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. so I, I, me and Cassie like Justin Bieber like a lot, you know, we, I think his hits are good. And we'll try to put them on. We'll put them on. Yeah, right? like the Lawrence Welk show too, Grandpa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this Justin right. Bieber hits. Uh, love them. Like, if how do you feel play, about that, you little kids? You wanted, to, you wanted to put on some Bieber, and they're kind of like, yes, yeah, that's all right. The oldies, like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, oldies. I mean, Nirvana yeah. came on the radio the other day, and we were trying to explain to them like it was the biggest, best, coolest thing, and. Just I was getting no that. interest whatsoever. No. no interest. I was getting a kick out of uh, Haley singing with Billy because that you know because Haley's supposed to be you know young. She's Haley's sixteen still. Right. Yeah. Right. Except and so so Bill you know just the Billy <laughs> makes Haley seem old is really it's cool. Oh, that's like, true. That's, I didn't even yeah. think like, about you know what I mean. Yeah. That's cool. That is so cool. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to make fun even, but it's funny to make Haley. Like, for, to, I just think that's really neat. But I love Billy Haley Miley all the way. I'm I'm a huge fan of all three. But that's yeah. it's cool that that Haley's old. <laughs> In her thirties, yeah. what is she? Yeah. 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 But you Dang. know, Miley's young and not young. You know what I'm saying? Miley Cyrus isn't young, right? Yeah, she's a veteran. He's a music veteran. And these kids, I mean, I'm telling you, you know, Georgia is, I mean, there is a lot of really good music made by 14-year-olds. A lot. A lot. Like where the performances are good. Maybe I don't, I don't think they write, the 14-year-olds that are on YouTube that have Spotify, some of them are incredibly good, but I don't think they write the songs, but they sing them and have the recordings and like, you know, they're good. You know, it's mm-hmm. good. It's, it's wild. Um, I couldn't have done anything when I was fourteen. Oh no way! Um, no, but they—they're like, I mean, this cr- they are crushing. For- <laughs> they're destroying, and you don't even know about them. But they, the kids already do, and they're selling, uh, you know, everything and just doing everything. <laughs> <laughs> is that the end of everything, Toby? Or what? Is that is that is also a sign of the end of everything. <laughs> when you tell me fourteen years old can do anything, just do everything that you can't end. do. It's yeah. the end. <laughs> 14 year olds can do anything and everything <laughs> what are we doing what in the, yeah. what is the what is the earth what is the world what is it what is life what is marriage it, that it's even going to athletics too if you follow baseball stuff 
now it's like younger and younger yeah. kids throwing yes. 90 miles an hour, 95 miles, like, cause they just start practicing how to throw hard when yeah, they're they younger. Got, yeah. And dude, yeah. the train, there's all this technology and training yeah. they can do now. So now just everybody can throw 95 miles an hour. Well, I <laughs> think it, I think now, it, uh, Talking about baseball, though, I do think that that's probably going to make a big resurgence because of, I think, concussions, but also I think there could be a few stuff things that happen with baseball. And if kids are interested in throwing that much, you know, the same way as, like, once Tiger came, golf blew up. You know, if a couple things happen, I could see baseball kind of making a resurgence, being the pastime. I meant to send this to you the other day, Lunsford. I think I, I don't think I did, but it was a TikTok of a college pitcher who threw 105. Mm, yeah yeah did you see that current he's playing right now currently yeah yeah i know who you're talking about five yeah and he's like what 19 20 i don't know it's unbelievable and he's almost guaranteed to definitely be a millionaire right like i mean even if he kind of screws up yeah i mean he'll get a contract at least for a million dollars yeah 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 it's my strong belief with really any i mean there's a revolution to like it's got to be like you think about robots, whatever. But now, just add, think about China, AI, child development, like what is possible. CRISPR, right? You know, where you like you can engineer kids to get this far, this fast, basically with the right optimization strategies. That Tiger Woods' dad and Mike Tyson's uh, trainer was like ahead of the curve on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Once you can get that type of level of like what it takes to do that and apply it to. You know, there's a like that's a whole world like that, and then there's, you know what I mean? Like that's really wild stuff. I think like that how that's all going to play out. It's going to be. I'm, super I'm wondering crazy. How, how will it play out with like because uh, I, I do think there will be some kind of. I mean, because it already is an integration of human and machine, right? Yeah, people already right. have fake knees and stuff. And yeah, they're getting. You know, it's crazy. Some of those TikToks where the person's hand, you know, it's a it's a electronic hand or whatever machine hand. But their brain makes it open and close. Right. And I'm like, whoa. So there'll be some kind of combination of that. I wonder how that will play into sports like steroids or something like how. I mean, if if a kid is has, loses a leg or something like that and gets a robotic leg and becomes the best basketball player in the world or something like that, it seems like yeah. they'll probably end up doing something like that, right? Like you'll probably combine with a machine. even to get it, It'll be illegal at first, and they'll do it illegally like they did steroids. You yeah. know what I mean? People are like, oh my gosh, he's got a digital spine. We didn't know. You know what I mean? That yeah. he, he cheated somehow, just like. Or it'll in a start cup. with like a, like a handy physically handicapped person or something that gets, you know what I mean? That they're included right. in a sport yeah. and then they're actually unbelievably good or something like that, and then it'll just progress from there probably a bit. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Like that. Uh, what about the guy? What's the guy that uh, has has the two fake? He doesn't have legs. He has those uh, whatever runners, and he w- ran in the Olympics and won Pastorius oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and then then, and then he, he like murdered his girlfriend. He, yeah, then he murdered his girlfriend. <laughs> I think uh, Chappelle has a joke about that or something. I th- it was some comedian I heard uh, a good joke about that recently. But I mean, that's I mean, but people were saying he could be having advantages. That tech gets better and better. He could have an advantage on somebody with real legs, or you know what I mean? Yeah. His, yeah. Oh, I know it's about time to get off, but I was going to ask you guys: What did y'all think of uh, that Chappelle thing? Getting the oh god, getting attacked. slapped. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's kind of crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, because the guy he did have a knife. The craziest thing was he had a knife, but it was in a, gun. in a gun case or so, oh, some really? kind of gun. It was a fake gun or something. I was like, why would you hide it like that? But I mean, what if he would have 
stabbed Dave and killed him or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, I just, I couldn't believe that that could happen. That, that uh, Now I think you're going to see more and more of that with not only comedians, but politicians on a stage in a big group or something. I mean, there's got to be even more security more and more and more because I, I actually do. Th- I, I normally not normally not like this, but the Will Smith thing, I think did set a precedent for some people. That maybe you can go up if you don't like what somebody's saying and do something. You know what I mean? Like for some for some folks out there, I think they might think, yeah, if you don't like what somebody's saying, words are violence, and violence yeah. should receive violence, maybe or something. I don't know. I, I just I, I worry about what that's going to look like politically and entertainment wise. I'm not of the mind that those are like the same reasons the Will Smith and that, but nonetheless, its existence in the you know collective consciousness is li- likely to you know have an effect where right it's you know what i mean so that it seems like that is just more of a aware like it's more of awareness now of oh the things aren't as secure as you think they are is that right. feeling right. so it's like yeah. what what could you know what i mean like that that now everybody has that question and that kind of fucking sucks right every time like now do you yeah. think about your security differently yeah. for, for until when oh fucking forever you mean yeah. Like you don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't, once you have to start being worried about stuff like that, that you don't, it's not easy to undo after it doesn't happen for another couple months or whatever, you know, or it's likely to make it happen more just because in people's minds as, Oh, there's a weakness there or something. So anyway, yeah. that's uh, Chappelle needs to get that security guard lady that wouldn't let me back up on stage at furnace fest. Yeah, she was good. <laughs> she, she was, was good. really good. Yeah. I had a she, pass and everything. She handled you. <laughs> she, you came back you were gone a long time a long time she wouldn't let me back she gave she gave me the she she gave me like i'm the, i'm i'm disappointed look yeah. and i went on past and then she got you right after so sorry about that man and if i would have not i she was a cop so i couldn't really tell her to fuck off yeah like a security guard you could right, just right. you know whatever but yeah she probably get her that guy would have never got up there. But I mean, he has security though. Like it's not like that's what he was joking. You know. They beat the hell about that guy. Out of that guy, you see his arm. His I was arm. like, oh my god. Didn't Jamie you, Fox I mean, come out and help too? Yeah. yeah, that's a bad situation as a security team because you let it happen, and now you have so you have to do stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you, like you know, what I'm saying <laughs> by the time if you don't, if then also you just go, oh yeah, sorry. You can't just stand there and be saying, yeah, sorry, we let him get through. Get, right. get out of here. Give him to the cops. You have to be kicking his ass if right. by the time the boss looks back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to be. <laughs> it's crazy Chris Rock was there, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Too weird. That was wild. That's the, that, that was, he said, was that Will Smith? That's what he said. You know, that's crazy. Bell. I was like, man, that's just right. I, I mean, it is just... <laughs> It's over. There, there is no no other path. There is no other way. I mean, I'm telling you. I mean, Donald Trump probably is going to run. You know what I mean? And that probably is going to drive people farther than they've ever gone before. There might not be limits anymore. And it just, I mean, who knows what will happen? I mean, I, I don't know. You would think the the Democrats could somehow fix it, but they were. I was looking at the list of the, like the top seven potential Democrat candidates and Biden's still the best one out of all of them. 
<clears throat> I was like, I mean, whoa, according to, you know, what people think and, and poll numbers and stuff like that. But I mean, because I mean, what are you going to do? Gavin Newsom from California? Everybody thinks he's lockdown king that, you know, and has, has done some shit. And he, I mean, he even got a recount of at his own, you know, yeah. his own state. Was a recall, one, yeah. A recall, I mean, but I mean, he won pretty easily, but still. No, I mean, I'm and definitely going to. Uh, no, I'm definitely going to vote for an 81 year old man. The next, yeah. <laughs> the next poll. Biden, they can't let Biden run, right? I don't think yes, so. they can. He, he can't talk. I he can't function. It's crazy. I was telling Matt in our bonus episode, he can really only whisper, kind of. You know what I mean? He yeah. like this. He says, and I'm just like, man, this is just. It should be an adorable old man. Who gets to, you know, it goes to bed at 6 p.m., you know, eats dinner at 4, you know, yeah. wraps, wraps his night up, gets up at, you know, 5 a.m., has a cup of coffee, knows that he has, you know, see the grandkids. I mean, what he's doing, it just seems like it has to be exhausting. Matt made the point, but he's doing it. He's doing Maybe all he's of this. He is not, doing Like, he something. thinks he has to. And it, like, what if he doesn't want to, but the people are saying, do you have to to save the world? grandpa <laughs> because look at these other like whatever it is maybe he doesn't think he can get off the ride on, or something man. but there's no way he wants to like be doing it it's just insane like why it's just what a weird way to, what a he, weird he situation trail, to be in that he he's trails in trails off every time he I talks like, every time every time he talks is ends in some trail and then he finds Finds his way back somehow. and It's like an old Mr. Bean or something like that. That's what it kind of feels like. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. I love uh, Dana Carvey's impression of him. It's just so good. And uh, and then um, who else does a good one? Um, What's his name? Dang Kyle Dunnigan. Uh, Kyle Dunnigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle Dunnigan. <laughs> it's the best. So good. <laughs> Kyle Dunnigan can just do. He says, uh, was it on Rogan or whatever? He said, uh, he went to the doctor and the doctor was like, you have an extremely, you have the longest neck. He said, you have an extremely long neck. You have the neck of like a seven foot tall man. And he thinks that's why it helps him do his voice. Cause he says he can really get low, but also high. He says yeah. His neck's so long that it actually helps him with doing all those impressions. He can do great one. And the funniest is that Bill Maher hates him. But, oh, that's yeah. what it was. Uh, Cause Kyle he does Bill was on Maher. Theo. He was on Theo's uh-huh. podcast. And he does a Bill Maher. Per, you can't believe yeah, it. Awesome, and he yeah. just and he acts like he doesn't know who Kyle Dunnigan is. And I said, Bill Maher just like ego unreal, just hates it. But he does a great <laughs> Bill Maher. And and Kyle Dunnigan likes Bill Maher, but Bill Maher yeah. just can't. He just yeah. can't even do it. No, yeah, I love that Bill, about Bill Maher. He's so, it's yeah. so. I mean, I like him, but yeah, his ego, the way he is, is so cool. It's, it's so un- funny. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so funny. His his new podcast as well. He had that uh, Bella Hadid on there. And oh, I haven't heard that one yet. I think that's who it is. It oh, that, it's her. No, anyway, it's like uh, a Bella Thorne. Bella, Bella Thorne. Thorne. Maybe that's who it is. I, who's Bella Hadid? I don't know. How do that's I know a, any of these names? Bellas. But uh, try to keep up out, with the eleven-year-olds. It started out good, but then he made a trans comment joke. Yeah. she wasn't having it. But it just got so weird. Like he wasn't going to back down, and he was saying that the way she was acting is why she has her anxiety. And yeah. the, you know, and all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. They're just talking here. But, you know, she obviously, she wanted to come on. And then when it got to there, she took her stand because she has to or, or wants to. And I was like, man, this is so crazy. They're just going back and forth on the idea of a joke or levity. But, you know, she only sees it as the one issue. And he sees it as the bigger issue of, wait a minute, hold on. This is, 
you can make fun of things, right, or whatever. But then also his ego, he he doesn't like being made fun of. Uh-uh. That's weird. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like it's really funny that he would take that stance, but also can't stand Kyle Dunnigan. He said whenever he was on Rogan a couple times ago, he was talking to Rogan about coming on the show. And Rogan was saying how he hates the format of the show, like those types of shows. And yeah, Bill was trying to kind of sell him on it a little bit, but then Joe said something. And then Bill just said, it's fine. I don't need you. I don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> like, he he felt it starting to turn kind of like Rogan. Right. Like, oh, does this sound like I'm begging Rogan to come on my show? Yeah. Because I need I need Rogan because Rogan is bigger than Bill, for sure. Yeah. But how long, will, how long will Rogan's reign last, though? Don't you think it, he's on the downside of it now? I think it peaked. He's still getting bigger. I don't know. I, I just think that something can only last so long or something. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe he'll do it for the next 20 or 30 years, but I just, I don't know. I almost feel like there's something off since the Spotify move to me. It's not yeah. quite, there's something, it feels different. And maybe that's just the idea that it's more corporate or something like that, but there's something off a little bit and it, and it shows gotten a, a little bit more of a slant to it and stuff. I don't, I don't know. It's weird, Austin move to moving to Austin. It felt, right. It's a different vibe. Right. Yeah, totally. It really People is have to vibe. like really go out of their way to come to him. Yeah. 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 It's a different, it's different for sure. I think that it, it, the likely trend would be for it to water, to do something like water down, you know, and basically just to water yeah. down and be like less and less like seen as shallower and shallower basically. And just maybe it'll have big numbers, but it feels shallower, basically. And I don't think there's any way to stop that, you know, probably. But it might go up or down. Or but he maybe he would quit. Is there some other could he quit would be the question. Like could he does he have the ability to evaluate and go, it's not good anymore, so even though I loved it and wish it could be good, it can't, so I won't do it. Yeah. You might be right. Like, could could he walk could you could that happen or it's like well of course it's good and it's not wrong to continue to do whatever you feel like doing or whatever but i'm just mean you know that would be like would he be the type of person who could just also make a decision to end right like what if he wanted i could definitely see him taking like a two-year break or something yeah you know what i mean like just going i'm stopping i'll uh, indefinitely yeah, and maybe I'll come back, you know, and then like that's be predictable, else, but, right? At some point, that yeah. would happen. I mean, it does with bands and stuff. It's like, well, you had to do a hiatus or something. Like, yeah, it, sometimes that might be necessary, or, or just to keep yeah. it from getting super yeah. weird. Like that's it might be got to be something he. But see, I think that's just he's at this level where he can't ponder that out loud anymore. Right. Like the st- he deals with stuff like that, but he can't talk about it on the show. And now you, as a listener, can feel that. That he's yeah. that there's stuff he avoids now. Like you know it, you know it to be true. So it's because he's put himself out there so much that you people that yeah. know him well enough can feel it being weird. I think. I just think too, more and more people are going to start disliking him more and more. You know what I mean? Like he just has a, like I said, a slant to now to his politics and his thoughts and stuff like that. And I also think people resent that he's kind of like a comedian godfather now. I don't think people value his comedy like they don't. I don't know if they think he deserves that, but because of the podcast, he'll be definitely the, skyrocketed. Is the aliens think he's our best group. comedian, right? Like, yeah, right, right, <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like from afar out, it's like, hey, that's not right. 
Yeah. You know, so that sentiment has to exist, but not be well expressed. <laughs> right. But I mean, he's not in the class of the, the heavy hitters to me at all in comedy. But he's well, no. But he curates an environment that almost, I don't know how to explain it. It'd be like a band dude who was in a band that's not as good, but he still had the best bands on and they still liked them for whatever reason. Right. Yeah. What are you saying? I don't know. I just ruined the podcast. I thought you were going to say it'd be like a band dude whose wife says she wants to file for separation and he can't tell anybody. And uh, <laughs> Lunster, I've been meaning to tell you, me and Toby and Devin all are going to go visit our families this weekend. And we need yeah. to talk to you on uh, next week. What? <laughs> Wait, what? I don't. <laughs> We're all going to go back we'll home and visit our families okay. and then we'll have a sit down with you. <laughs> next week. It's fine, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost, I think. Do you remember when your first wife went to visit her family <laughs> oh, on the weekend yeah. and then okay. came back? <laughs> We're kicking you off the podcast yeah. next week. We're going to and... go home, talk to our families, maybe a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> We're going to come I'm on barely, here next week. I'm barely here. Yeah, sometimes I just don't say something good for sure. No. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Good God! No, no. The Holy joke shit! Into a real self evaluation. Come on, oh, buddy. Man. No, don't do that, bud. You're a good Come guy. On. Come on, man. I got man. Come on. Hasn't even been fifteen months yet. Give us a little thing. <laughs> I found the uh, the Discord channel about the podcast. Yeah, and it's funny. I scrolled back a little bit, and uh, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> in regards to yourself well i must I, I must have a niche niche audience is all, i guess is what i would say i'm not bringing life-changing <laughs> insights to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> nobody's ever saying that thing Lutford brought up uh, on the podcast <laughs> i was really thinking about that you really got me thinking <laughs> it really got me thinking it really got me thinking about you know when i went through that yeah well i i do think talking about your uh, noma at the top of this will in fact resonate with many i think yeah uh, you know uh, yeah. actually though so but thank you for doing it how about a now, sappy moment thank you I'm for would be willing to do that quite relatable yeah it's very all relatable. of your all of your listeners would much rather hang out with me if they knew any better i say oh, that yeah. all the time i know it, a, if it, you had to sit down and have dinner mm-hmm. with any of us you would by far be the most fun for sure yeah, you're, no doubt. I, yes, I think you're actually uh, probably the most extroverted of all of us. Matt, Matt just is extroverted because he just doesn't even know, or something. It's not intentional uh, yeah. or not. To, you know what I mean? Like Matt, Matt, exactly. Matt finds himself at a party being the most extroverted out of nowhere. He's like, oh shit, I'm the most extroverted. Damn it, yeah, exactly. it's completely accidental. And Devin is probably more extroverted. I mean, he likes hanging out with people, but I'm probably the least. You know what I mean? Like outside of my friends, I don't care about hanging out with people much at all. Yeah. Oh so yeah, Lester loves, loves to hang. Around. Well, that's yeah. what I told I somebody like to recently around. when we we saw another good friend of ours, and he was like, he actually said this. I'll tell you, he goes, I just don't understand 
why you guys are s- such good friends with Lunsford? <laughs> <laughs> but I immediately said, are you insane? I was like, if you knew Lunsford better and hung out with Lunsford, you would absolutely love him because very, he's very similar in a sense. And like, it's the exact same. I was, I was like, dude, oh, if you man. spent any time, you would just totally take that back. You would love it. It's just yeah. funny though, because that's just the sense that he got. Is it somebody I know? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say it. Oh, I won't man. say it on here, but I'll oh say it man, okay, I, I can okay. I can just say to me that there's just such a value on people that are willing to do, like there's a willingness in a social environment to something that you know on a show like this it gets turned into like made fun of or go lo- like yeah. be willing to take the hit and the to be able to there had there's some you know in a room of people that has to be a give and take that is occurring for any right. environment to be going well and you always sure. have that to offer and also are engaging and you know smart and no stuff you know what i mean so but you cho- yet you choose to behave in a way that will guard keep people away and i like to use people like you or logan that way or other people <laughs> it to me it's just like a refining mechanism like i like to have people around me that are ch- making sure that they're being obnoxious enough to keep people away or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, but there's lots of good qualities, but one of them is people that don't get it really don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. And I love That's that. Great. Like, because I get it, but they don't get it. And so they don't like you. They're you're willing, out. you're okay with people really not liking you, which is so, what a great quality. I mean, I love I that. Think, people say it about have, me, but I have a lot of very close friends. So I know. To me, that's like a, a, a testament. I know. Oh, yeah. That that is my testimony. You don't like me? Well, fuck you. Right. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, I know. It's your testimony is people don't like you. But you have I've to be the way up. you are. That's what's cool. Yeah, you right. are going to be you in any room. You know what I mean? Why wouldn't Why wouldn't you be? I, I don't. You're right. You don't. I, I become I a million different people. I wish I, I didn't, but I I can't help it. But I love. I do the best I can. Too real. When Toby's too real, oh my god! That's you. You're you're you stay friends with Toby, waiting for those moments. Yeah. Like oh, that's yeah. what you're here for, you know. Re- reading Toby's current emotions is very entertaining. Yeah, in a public in a public environment, that's very entertaining to me. I love yeah. that. I'm an odd duck. I'm an odd duck. <laughs> well, Lester, thank you. Gonna you gonna, thank t- you. gonna tell us who it is? Am I telling? Are we off yeah. now? No, I, don't, well, I was going to say, I mean, should we let the fans know who said that about Lunsford? Oh, I don't no. care. It's will up it, to y'all. Will, will it embarrass the person? I don't they, think so. Will they no, listen they to this or they no? They don't get embarrassed. This person doesn't get embarrassed about that. <laughs> Lunsford, do you want people to know in public or you want to say it off? I I would love to. I, I like it all public. Like, I all wish right. we talked way okay. more shit about people we know. On here. <laughs> well, no, I'm not even talking shit. I'm just telling you what he I said. Know. And I, this might be an it, opportunity. Came to your defense. It was your wife, Cassie. <laughs> it was Cassie. It was Logan Kale. Oh, it was Logan. Oh, oh, Logan. Oh, I would say, well, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. That, that makes sense. Well, it makes Logan sense, but it. also yeah. you can understand how it doesn't make sense, right? Well, I mean, they, they, I mean, they, like, yeah. I mean, they, there's something polarizing about them, too, but also they're very similar. The, the, there's yeah that's what i mean you know what they're, they're similar in function from my view right. the, yeah, but and therefore Logan, Logan, that 
that's just a con- there's like a little conflict not, there. Lunsford does not um he doesn't power him he doesn't overtake situations. Yeah. He's not if you're with Lunsford at a party or whatever, Lunsford's not trying to become the center of attention. No. Logan no. is often. Well, they they so both, ha- the louder, no, they both have different times when they want attention. Logan thinks you know, they're playing their game. stole his spot too. I think a little bit. Lund- yeah, he's I think Logan jealous. thinks. Yeah, yeah. There's a little. But you know Logan, he's right? Being a jealous little bit. I love Logan. That's what I'm I saying. Know. And he so, would love. I don't too. understand why he doesn't feel that. I, I, I think, think he it's likes just you, a little jealousy. Just weird I, think, I think he wished because Logan used to be you. He was he was the prequel to you on tour. Yeah, with I can see that. I can see that. He was like he, y'all he really like ge- having him around and yeah. yeah he was the guy who always said funny mean stuff to people every yeah he he could be offensive to other people it sounds like he's become a little bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> oh I hope he hears this he'll want to come it. Yeah, all right we'll see y'all. It. Steps come